0: Hello and welcome to the Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 347, hey I did it right, Martial Law, Secret Tribunal.
1: episode 347. I'm Paul French and today I am Porter lad mm. I guess we both technically are
0: but I'm but. Porter lad too. <laughs> I came in after you died. <laughs> oh man. Sorry to break it to you. Oh,
1: oh. spoilers dude. <laughs> All right we're actually recording this one live at, uh, at the Boar's Head.
0: The Boar's Head Pub in beautiful downtown Stratford. Yes, yes, yes. Together. Yeah. In, in the same same place, room. Yeah. With some lovely ladies from Germany, apparently. So. Yes. If you hear something, that's probably them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. If you hear
0: nothing, that's us. That's right. Dead right. air. We love dead air. Dead
1: air is our friend. All right. So we're going to take a look at um,
0: a Legion pastiche.
1: Right? Yes. Mm legion pastiche it sounds like uh, it sounds like something with uh, with with uh, with a nice with peas and beef and a nice A creamy pastry. garlic sauce yeah creamy garlic sauce yeah, yeah. yeah exactly mm, pastiche um, either that or it's the crayons that they told you definitely don't eat those ones
0: well they should have told me before that's that's <laughs> not on me that's them <laughs> so yeah we've talked a lot
1: about in the past about uh, some of the legion analogs that are out there and this uh, And this is but
0: one. This is one. This is one of the, probably the most filthy one you'll find.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Nuts. This one, as it says on the cover of the book,
0: not for kids. Not for kids. Martial Law, of course. Uh, Pat Mills and Kevin O'Neill. Kevin O'Neill of uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen fame. Uh, So just wild, crazy stuff going on all over the page action. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. Every single page is it's all little. There's little postscripts and little, little labels on things, just yeah. emphasizing the whole world of martial law. Martial law, for those of you who don't know, is a superhero who hunts superheroes because he hates them. And if you're wondering if that means he hates himself, yes, yes, yes he, he does. does. <laughs> so basically, it started out with Martial Law, the miniseries. Uh, they, he took on a, a Superman pastiche called the Public Spirit. And uh, after that, they sort of went on. He took on a Batman pastiche in... Uh, oh, gee, what was it called? The Batman pastiche was named Private Eye. <laughs> uh, he took on the Marvel Universe in uh, Martial Law Takes Manhattan. Oh, oh Nice. Uh, what else, what else, what else he crossed over with Savage Dragon and Pinhead from the Hellraiser films, so Marshall has done a lot of stuff and uh, it's basically them just taking the piss out of basically any superhero tropes that you can find and this is one such Secret Tribunal uh, and it features a Legion analog and I think they're called the League of Heroes, yes they are oh there we go so right there <coughs> Led by, of course, Public Spirit Jr., which is not going to go well for them, because martial law hates public spirit more than anyone in the entire world. Too much
1: of a Boy Scout?
0: N- well, no, he was actually a pretend Boy Scout. He, he was had the squeaky clean image, but, of course, as almost everyone in martial law's universe is, he was a scumbag. <laughs> Hiding behind. Hiding behind the right. shield. Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, in the miniseries, it turns out that he he killed him, because that's what he does. Right. He hunts and kills superheroes. He's like the Punisher before, you know...
1: Martial Laws.
0: Yeah. Okay. He's like like the Punisher, except for he he hunts superheroes instead of supervillains. So,
1: uh, how far into uh, Martial Laws' run would this have been? Like, a few years?
0: This was, I believe, the second last... I believe the original series was 88... Okay. And this is 93, you Yeah, 93, it? yeah. September of 93. Yeah. I think after this was only... I'm not sure if the, the Savage Dragon and the Pinhead ones came after this or before. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, either way, because it, it wouldn't have been too long before... Um, did O'Neill do uh, From Hell as well?
0: No. That was... Um, oh, that was
1: Campbell. Ryan, right.
0: Eddie Campbell, yeah.
1: Oh! Okay, this is all... So not confusing you, now? You, you've just so, totally cleared up a whole lot of confusing stuff for me. I always mix those two guys up, and... Really? <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah, so uh, but, but this is why I was always so confused. It's like... When did he have time to do all this shit? That guy's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, then never mind. Uh, he, he's not as uh, as uh, <laughs> boy.
0: prolific as you might think. <laughs> Boy, if I edited stuff out, it that t- would be gone. <laughs> mm. Takes a long time to scribble all this stuff in the backgrounds and stuff. So, so basically, uh, yeah, we'll, I don't know. We'll just start going through this yeah, yeah. here and see what's going on. So we have, uh, they're out in space. This story is ca- titled Cape Fear. So it's basically it's a big spaceship, and it's got like a pretend cape on it. <laughs> It's the Cape of Good Hope. It's the uh, Public Spirit Jr.'s spaceship, I guess. Okay. So I guess it's the, the Legion cruiser for this, okay. for this show. And uh, the captions in this one take place, uh, they're from a, a Legion applicant, or leak applicant called Growing Boy. Oh, awesome. mm. <laughs> so it's from Growing Boy's Journal. I'd seen Cape Fear from our space station. The ship, the Public Spirit, piloted to the stars, but I never imagined it would be my initiation test. Oh. So, get it, ready. We basically have like a I feel uh, a hazing coming Oh, eye. yeah. We have, a, <laughs> we have a spoof of uh, the 247 cover, kind of. You've got Public Spirit Jr. as the sort of cap head of the. And then there's Biogram Girl, Super Sensitive Girl, and Camouflage Kid, whose chess piece looks like a brick wall. <laughs> so I don't know if he's in Camouflage now or that's just the way it goes. And that's Growing Boy I assume and yep. this would be... Um, Luminous Lad. <laughs> oh jeez. He wants to be a, a, a legionnaire, to, a leaguer nice.
1: too. right? And, and up front we've got a uh, the, the, uh, couple of members of the League of Super Pets.
0: Yes. <laughs> a, a monkey and a cat wearing uh, public spirit uniforms So and fighting each other constantly. I think they do that in the background for most of the most of the book. Yeah, they do. Yeah, see, yeah, there? he's yeah. got he got him by the tail in that panel there. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> so apparently, their their legion their league challenge is to spend the night aboard the Cape of Good Hope, and it's quar it's been quarantined, of course. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of adolescent stuff going on and say it's it's sort of uh you know hanging off of you know the old tropes of oh i met this girl and it's, it's, it's not another teen movie kind of deal yeah and, yeah yeah so basically he says you know you got public spirit junior is by the way a complete dick it, it, you know we talk a lot about super dickery mm-hmm. this dude is super dickery personified so uh, he tells them they have to spend the night on the ship, otherwise they can't join. He says, it's totally safe. Uh, super sensitive girl, of course, is a beautiful blue, blue girl with white hair and big S's on each of her breasts. Yes. <laughs> she says, do it for me, growing boy. Unbelievably that this strangely interesting female should acknowledge me. I felt an overwhelming affection for her. I would give anything, do anything for her. And he agrees to go. So... Uh, and, 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 and um... Do we have,
1: like, a drinking rule for, um... Spaceships for, uh, that look like penis For phallic spaceships? Because it's not no, the first
0: one. <laughs> no, it's not. Although but, this one is definitely supposed to look like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we have a, um... A big phallic uh, spaceship that actually has four balls though damn hmm.
0: where
1: are you gonna find pants to fit that um, and uh, it shoots out the shuttle and yes exactly as you would think it would uh-huh. and um, in said shuttle we have uh, luminous lad we have public spirit junior and growing boy mm-hmm. and uh, so he you know his whole thing is it you know, he can he, he, he gives like his variation, Growing Boy's giving his variation on the uh, on the waterfront, could have been a contender speech saying that if he could join the League of Heroes he'd be famous and he'd be someone. Mm-hmm. And, um... So, yeah. So, that's kind of the uh, the scoop. But, it seems there's something nefarious going on. The Life Lab scientists uh, had been without humor. Hmm. Yes. Um... Or
0: concern when they gave me the power to enlarge parts, parts of, my of my body. <laughs> so you can see where this is going. Yes, indeed. The indeed. not for kids label is completely accurate. So they bring the ship up to the Cape of Good Hope. They dock it in there. Uh, Public Spirit Junior says, you go inside. I'll wait for you in the shuttle. So they go inside and they get inside. And Luminous Light like, ah... He has a stomach ache again. Luminous lad had luminous bacteria planted in his stomach that were meant to generate super heat and light. But so far, he couldn't seem to do it. It's just like a (laughs) pale green glow. He's like that fungi you find in caves. (laughs) So,
1: so yeah, he says that the whole thing's spooking him. Uh, But growing boy says, there's nothing to worry about. It's just an empty ship. He says, tell that to my stomach. Um, And, of course, it's just an empty ship. I think what we all know is that if it's just an empty ship, it's not an empty ship at all.
0: There's a space suit here with a broken faceplate hanging on the wall. Suddenly, Luminous Lad bursts into luminosity. He's got the light shining out of his eye holes and mouth hole. uh, He is very, very luminous now. Something jumped down on him. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we also have an alien analog. (laughs) Oh, yeah! Which is, of course, what happened to the Cape of Good Hope. Mm. Okay, Uh, makes sense, yeah. It grabs Luminous Lad up and sucks him up into the uh, ventilation system. Growing boy was like, I don't know how quite to explain this, I felt powerless to move. Finally, I stumbled back towards the shuttle, and that's when I saw him. The alien had skinned him alive, and it consumed his innards. And I had done nothing, dun dun dun. So he feels bad about that, obviously. Sure. He runs back to the shuttle. Yeah, you know. Runs back to the shuttle. Public Spirit Junior says, "Let's get out of here." So they take the shuttle away and fly away from the Cape. Cape Fear. Now they're calling it Cape Fear instead of Cape of Good Hope. Mm, Yeah. And that's the end of the first entry. Ah, now we get. Okay, so now, we're, now we've are now we got martial law. Now martial law shows up. He's complaining to uh, Commissioner McGland. M- Commissioner McGland is a super liar. That's his, okay. his, his super ability. <laughs> He's basically the guy that tells martial law who to go out and kill. Okay. He was also in, in martial law's army, in his regiment or whatever, when he was in the army shooting in the. So is there like a sort of a Judge Dredd um, kind of thing going on here too? Um, kind of. They were both in the same army regiment that the, the government gave them superpowers to go and fight in a, in a war. Mm-hmm. Uh his, Basically, his superpower is he can't feel pain. Okay. So he's super strong and he can't feel pain, and that makes him a perfect hunter for yeah. superheroes. And McGland was also a part of his unit back when they were in the wars, but now he's in charge of them because, as I say, he's a super liar. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he comes into the office demanding his kill fee and uh, McGland is of course banging his secretary on the desk oh. <laughs> so yeah there's nudity cartoon nudity guys on his gu-
1: gun shaped desk <laughs>
0: yeah I, I'm wondering how his chair sits up there because it looks like it's just sort of hanging yeah in, in space the desk is huge of course and it looks like it's comprised of two guns with a, with a plate in the middle of it
1: that says smile when you say that. Ah, so he's, uh,
0: I want my kill fee for wiping out the Golden Age heroes. So he also fought like a JSA animal in in a a book called Martial Law Super Babylon. Oh, hilarious. That's awesome. Uh, But McGlain tells him that they were already dead, so you don't get a kill fee because they were already dead anyway. He brought them, they got brought back to life by a a supervillain called... uh, What's the, the beetle in the Egyptian... Scarab. The scarab, yeah, the black yeah. scarab. He, br- he brought back all the, the Golden ace heroes so that martial law could kill him again. <laughs> so McGlann tells him, basically, you know what, after the damage you did f- with your uh, fight in the Victory Museum, you actually owe the city money. <laughs> martial law is pissed, of course. Yeah, yeah. He's like, all right, it's... It- it's, it's, it's just tough, you know. Heroes are an ailing sector of the market. There, would I have anything to do with it? Where's my reward? Marshall, your true reward is the great reputation you're building up. Super lying, ah, it's super for the exposure. Yeah, that's right. Yes. It's worth far more than mere money. And man does not live by bread alone, Marshall. <laughs> Promotion, he's like, I don't... He says, that's why I invited you here, to offer the leadership of a group of hunter- of heroes on an alien hunt promotion, Marshall. He's like, but I don't hate aliens. He hates superheroes. Think of the bounty. It's six times higher on extraterrestrials, you know. I'll introduce you to them. Just one thing, don't mock their costumes or powers. They take it all very seriously. Laughing at them is like laughing at their dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Meet the secret tribunal, Marshall. Lichtenstein, Vrilla, Ragnarok, Anti-Man, Breathless and Rune. So, these guys seem to be some sort of X-Force, I want to say, X-Force pastiche. Yeah, I can see that. They got the pouches and the big belts and stuff. That could just be uh, an indicator of the time it came out in, Mm -hmm. but they seem specifically geared towards that sort of 90s style. Yeah. They even got, like a. there's a dude in a wheelchair in the background here, so... I don't know if he's like the professor. X. There's
1: probably some sort of X X um, reference going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> so this is indeed the secret tribunal, and um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it's all you know. It's all the big boob comic stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, breathless is. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. She's basically just topless except for a pair of pockets that are magically yeah, attached pokey. to her nipples. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: It's funny. We we um, yesterday, uh, Jan and I were playing um, the DC Heroes uh, deck building game. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, it's awesome. Yeah, and I and I picked up a couple of expansions for it. One's a small one, a crossover expansion that is JSA characters, and. and so it was, it, you know you've got like seven hero characters and then a bunch of villains and yeah. just some more stuff to add to the deck basically yeah. and and all awesome I might add we've got a larger expansion that we haven't got to yet but anyway um, so that the, they of course have the uh, the the Power Girl one Neat. and it's the um,
0: boob window Power Girl just
1: super, yeah super boob window because uh, it's all like the um, most of the images are are from the Alex Ross run right and uh, when he was doing the covers for the Justice Society of America series. Right on, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so the Power Girl one, uh, you know, Ella commented on the, uh, uh, on, the on the she's like, oh, boobies. <laughs> and uh, so, so Jam went on a little chat with her about, you know, yeah, sometimes there's this, uh, you know, they get a bit objectified and she said, but look at this picture of Liberty Bell. Nobody, nobody wants to be Liberty Bell. No, no. Nobody wants to be. Liberty Bell. But every time the Liberty Bell card would come up, Ella would be like, "That picture's better, Daddy." Yeah. <laughs>
0: Smart enough, Dad. You pervert. <laughs> but does Liberty Bell have "In space, no one can hear you" ream printed mm. on her crotch? A- a-
1: another alien reference as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Anti-Man actually lo- reminds me a bit of Lady Quark.
0: A little bit, a little the same haircut. Yeah. I'm not sure if she's a man or a. A woman. Um,
1: it's, Anti-man.
0: It's yeah. sort of uh, androgynous, except for the big weird monster face on her chest, mm-hmm. which is cool. So anyway, <laughs> Marshall Law Says, "I see what you mean about their costumes. They're so tight, I can tell whether they've been circumcised or not." <laughs>
1: <laughs> he did say it's like making fun of their dicks.
0: <clears throat> Breathless is like, "Do you think my shirt is too short, Mar- skirt is too short, Marshall?" He's like, "God, I hope not." <laughs> So they, they get on his case about what, they ha- what he has against them, and he's like, I hate superheroes. You're superheroes. Problem solved. <laughs> superheroes with powers are phonies. You're never in real danger. It's too safe. It's heroism with a condom on. No. That's his main beef. Is, is, he went out there and did the deeds and stuff and Without, all, yeah. with, with basically no powers except for he can't feel pain.
1: Which some might argue is a, is a decent power. Well, he can't feel pain, but that's yeah. that's different from being invulnerable. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, he's
0: not invulnerable in, in no. any way, shape, or form. <laughs> and so, uh, they got this Professor X style dude, except he's he's really grotesque and gimpy. He's like got his tongue out and drooling all the time, and apparently his hand down his pants. <laughs> when I
1: drool, the world. I don't know what the world does when he drools When I drool
0: the world. Cause he, I think he's, he's, oh, when because drool he drooling. The world. Oh, drool, okay. Yeah. What's you're trying to say, Professor? Type it out in your voice synthesizer. He's like, i like
1: to frock you, eel you up, and he's
0: going to town. So <laughs> uh, the Professor is having uh, issues, mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> Breathless being the, the most... I know, she may be the only female on the team, actually yeah he's like oh he was once brilliant but now nothing remains except for the carnal instincts and lower animal brain
1: yeah so um (laughs) so (laughs) Uh, Marshall's uh, reading uh, reading what he's saying he says what do you mean you've got an 18 inch pick um he says so there are risks even for and uh this is uh, which which guy's this? Um, Ragnarok. Ragnarok mm-hmm. uh, is blasting at the uh, the door just behind Marshall. He says, "So there are risks, even for someone who can blast fire and ice from his body, and he does both." Mm-hmm. And uh, Marshall says, "Yes, I can see how dangerous it must be for you." Um, and um,
0: they wolf dude. Actually, his powers are a lot like. Um... Timberwolf? No. no. Uh, Ty Rock. Oh, okay. He's got sonic vibrations that can tame the rage of animals, raise objects, tear down walls, basically anything you need them to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, uh, and, and he refers to themselves as homo superiors. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, um, and they said, I'm flying, really takes it out of a girl, Marshall. Okay, another woman on the team. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, so they're basically saying, hey... We got powers, but, you know, it's rough. It's hard having powers. Who can win? Mm-hmm. And um, an anti-man says, and whilst my spirit can transfer from body to body, living forever can be a curse.
0: Oh, damn. Right? That's where I guess what the face in his face yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, and the dude with the in space no one can hear you ream, uh, he says, so can breathing in space. The novelty of floating amongst the stars soon wears off.
0: That's Liechtenstein. Lichtenstein, yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, that—that's great. <laughs> um, that's awesome, actually. And then Brathwaite said it's so hard to find men who help me uh, gain my explosive energy. They find me repulsive. Oh. Uh,
0: we'll get back to that later. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm sure. I'm sure. will help her.
1: Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> So he apologizes. He says, "I have no idea how light, difficult life must be for you all, how much your powers have cost you." I'll be thrilled to lead such a super group of heroes.
0: Sarcasm. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> um, if there were a sarcasm font, this page it would, would be, be dripping it. in oh, it. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. um, so he says. Oh, so uh, Ragnarok says, uh, "Okay, people, let's make this happen." And no, um, and uh, the, and. Uh, Marshall says, uh, is there a back way out of here? <laughs> he's like, I don't want to be seen with those yeah. yahoos. So, so we get back to um, the Cape of Good Hope and uh, Growing Boy, uh, another journal entry. Dear diary, reading my first entry again, I would appear cowardly and unheroic. There are two words to add to this.
0: I was. <laughs> Camouflage kids, you can't see his head now because he's blending in with the back. The space, <laughs> space <laughs> That's great. Um, so... Um,
1: Growing Boy says, I make no excuses for my conduct. I should have tried to save Luminous Lad. And they're all giving him the the hairy eyeball. And and, uh, Super Sensitive Girl says, Surely you could have helped Public Spirit Jr. And uh, he says, Unfortunately, I was too late, Super Sensitive Girl. There was nothing I could do. Says, I'm sorry, growing boy. You have not behaved heroically. There can be no place for you in the League of Heroes. And um, growing boy, hey, he's he's taken it. He accepts it. He says, You're right. I'm out of here. You never see me again. And he, he intended to uh, go to the lab, superintendent, and asked instead to be transferred. He says, My dream of becoming a hero was over. And then she appeared. Super sensitive girl says, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for you, growing boy. This is so uh, adventure. Adventure Comics Legion reminisce of this scene. Yep. Um, he says, uh, he said, "She said, And he says, don't be. I deserve punishment. She says, but I can't help it. It's not only my five senses that are superpowered, it's also my feelings. <laughs> he says, I wish my growing power worked as well. <laughs> uh, if it did, I might have, to have had the courage to fight the alien. She says, well, something's starting to grow right now. <laughs> And um, and so uh, so they, uh, they, they, they start with the smooching and uh, and he says she was highly sexed. You could sense it in the way she crouched up to me her heavy breathing and passionate words as we work each other up into a frenzy and then there's clothes flying everywhere. Uh, yeah it escalates
0: yeah. quickly yeah <laughs> And they're doing the sexy sex. Uh-huh. Uh, they're using protection. There's uh, a box of condoms there, so that's. Oh, great. there you go. Fireworks exploded. Catherine wheels were turning, turning until they must <laughs> must stop. <laughs> and then, of course, they get quite as interrupted by uh, camouflage kid and Public Spirit Jr. You're both going to be reported to the superintendent. Dun, dun, dun. Mm. Uh, We cut back to the secret tribunal spaceship it's uh, getting ready to dock at the port of or the uh, life Labs ship the big yeah. na- the wang yeah
1: at the uh, head of the ship <laughs> 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 um,
0: sorry about that the, the professor the uh, laboratory technicians like we didn't need the secret tribunal to be called out but we didn't want to take any chances. I'm Dave, the superintendent. Superintendent Dave. <laughs> we don't believe the informality in here. The kids operate as a self-governing peer group, except in cases of emergency. Okay. Right, so that's uh, the, how the league operates. Except when it's convenient for us not to. Yeah. Yeah. I like how they all have their space on and that uh, What was his name? The guy with the tie rock powers. Howl back. Oh yeah, yeah. This guy has got his bandana wrapped around the, the, the helmet of his space <laughs> And Marshall Laws has pretend barbed wire around the arm of it. <laughs> nice. So uh, yeah, Growing Boy here in Luminous Lab, we're undergoing an initiation test and uh, <laughs> organized by Public Spirit Junior. So it was your dumb idea? Figures. The public spirit was pretty good at letting others do their, go to their deaths while he's hung around in space. How dare you talk about America's greatest hero like that? What do you know about the public spirit? Oh, we go way back, kid. <laughs> I might have known he'd be responsible for bringing this alien back from the stars. The incubus, as they termed it, was a specimen they picked up, killed two crew members, skinned them alive before they got, thought they got rid of it out the airlock. Apparently not. But he's like, don't worry, security is first rate. So what's that alarm then? Super sensitive girl. I put her in the contemplation room so she could think about what she was doing with Growing Boy and learn to say no in the future. She's taking it rather badly. She's pressing a big alarm button on the the wall. (laughs) Growing Boy's like, we couldn't help ourselves. We love each other. Love is just an ontological illusion, Growing Boy, brought on by social conditioning. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Come on, get her out of there. She's scared. She needs time in isolation to help her be more assertive. (laughs) And Marshall's like, "Uh, maybe the reason she's scared is connected with whatever's coming down that shaft. What? Uh Yeah. So we see uh, a big weird alien type being coming up the ventilation shafts, I guess. So Marshall uh, pulls off his uh, space suit and says, come on. We go back to Growing Boy's Journal.
1: I still remember every component, every outline of Super Sensitive Girl in those final minutes. Uh-oh. Her face congested with fear, screaming at us for help. And then, uh, what does it say? You are who you... Oh, anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, her tears trickling down her cheeks and making her skin gray and muddy. With her super senses, she would have detected the incubus as it scurried across the ventilator shaft toward her smelled and heard it long before she saw it. Ah, uh, but too late. No, it gets her, and uh, she must have felt a terror the rest of us can barely imagine. And uh, uh, there's, uh, there's little um, Bon Mo's, uh, uh engraved on the walls in the isolation chamber, like, silence is golden. <laughs> hey, things could be worse. Keep smiling. How bad could it be? <laughs> we got a
0: full-page picture of this giant alien with lots of claws and horny deals coming out of it. Scooping her up.
1: Yeah, it's like a Geiger fever dream. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Everything was going wrong. The program, it it wasn't running as it should. If I prayed, maybe she might have lived. It was sickening, but very effective. She had been expertly played. So, yeah, it took uh, all her insides and just left skin. Uh, Yeah. It's okay, kid. Let it all out. Don't worry. We'll get the thing that did this to her. And the marshal, of course, has this giant gun. Which says on that phone, this hole. <laughs> yeah. So, but he says it's in the boys' dormitory. So they run to the boys' dormitory. So here we go. This is one of the things that martial law books are, are really good at: big, sort of full-page scenes of alternate superheroes mm-hmm. that, that look kind of familiar, but you know, at the same time, are not.
1: Yeah, so we have one that definitely looks like Bouncing Boy.
0: Mm -hmm, Mhm. Mhm. And there's a a tree, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. Element lab. There, he's got the. Oh yeah, could be, yeah. Purple suit. And the aliens going to town, wrecking people up, and the kids are trying to get away and. Like they do. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The sign on the wall says "Hands Above Covers, Dry Dreams." (laughs) Meanwhile, in the background, there's you know somebody having sex. Yeah. Showing how effective such signage is. It's a threesome. Is, oh, that's no—that's the alien coming up off him. So that's not good for them. No. Anyway, so the alien's going through these guys, so the marshal tells them to hit them. Let's go. So they start firing their guns and powers and whatnot, blowing up. Oh, apparently there's more than one of these aliens. There's actually a whole lack of them. So this is more like aliens than aliens, Yeah, I guess. yeah.
1: So uh, we knew it was going to end up that way soon. Soon, I want uh, soon. Uh,
0: Winona Rider is going to show up. Yeah, time to cry wolf, Rune. Indeed, Ragnarok. So he opens up and he screams ah, he blows the brain right out of the, the alien. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Charrak never made that happen. <laughs> Ragnarok's like breathless. May I ask your reason for the delay in de- dealing with these vermin? I'm sorry, Ragnarok. I did seven sweat lodges to build up my power to create explosive vacuums. And I want to make sure the critters have all of it. So she's blowing them up and she makes these bubbles. And inside the bubble is a vacuum, I guess, that explodes the aliens. (laughs) You have no idea how difficult it is to persuade young men to get naked in a sweat lodge with me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) They come across uh, Public Spirit Junior cowering in a corner. I can't do it. Help me, please. Marshal Law runs up, kicks the monster in the face goes to blow. It tries to blow its head off, but it knocks the gun away. Ragnarok uses uses his flame on it. After Marshall Law shoots him, he bet he has to, cause he's like, no, you're too close. Don't wait. Do it. Yeah. So he sets the alien on fire. Marshall Law's like, eh, whatever. He gets up. We got to figure out what the hell's going on. I want to expect every millimeter of this station. He's like, Dave's like, you don't have the authority. And Martial Law gets right up at his face, he's like, Dave, I have the authority. <laughs> yeah, he does. This space station is now under Martial Law. Dun, dun, dun. Is that a panel that, that
1: recor- recurs often?
0: Uh, no actually, I think that's the first time I've seen it. Although oh. that pose is, is pretty familiar. But I mean that catchphrase. Yeah. Uh, I don't recall it happening mm. very often. Okay. So, they dodged a bullet there. So that's the first issue. I don't know, wait, we want if you wanna go yeah, to the second one? Let's go let's go to it. Alright. So the next issue we come to this one's called court martial. Huh. <laughs> so they go to the labs where all the uh, teenage superheroes are made. We call the basic hero model a biogram. Yeah, reactors, chemicals, programmed with images and thoughts, yada yada yada. So we see a lot of uh, test tubes with various super beings in them lots of naked super chicks yeah <laughs> like you do mm-hmm.
1: it was the 90s if you're going to have them that's what they'll be uh, yeah.
0: the marshall's like give me a child for the first four years of his life and he's mine forever four hours actually marshall and six for heroin because we have to inhibit their female intuition that's terrible there it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they're only technically human, so we can do what we like to them. He offers the the Marshall use of one if he prefers, and he's like, ugh. So they're guinea pigs to be operated on, abused, and programmed. They'd be better off if they were killed by the incubus. Yeah, if you don't they're the next stage of an evolution, says uh, Lichtenstein. Why, they could even end up in a group like ours. <laughs> and Marshall's like, I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> Biogram boy is going into muscular spasm. Mm-hmm. So they look inside to what, what he's seeing, and he's jerking like hell. He's downloading the program. Memories are also stored in our muscles. The convulsions indicate he's rejecting the heroic program. Get the zapper. And I gotta say, looking at this now,
1: you can see that uh, that, that O'Neill does his own colors. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. it's it's very similar style in style to the. Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, the way oh, yeah. the way the panels are colored, mm-hmm. and not at all like what he did on From Hell, <laughs> Be- being that he did nothing on. From exactly, yes. exactly like what
0: he did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, so um, Dave's trying to get into uh, Biogram Boy. He's strapped to this big uh, cerebro kind of yeah, yeah, helmet exactly. Yeah, it looks like a cross between Cerebro and Strife's helmet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's uh, trying to get in there to see what what he's what he's trying to block out. So they go down, go into like some doors, da-da-da-da-da. Hey, George, it's me, Dave. I'm your friend. He, George is screaming. Open the door, George, or I'm just going to keep ringing the bell. <laughs> so he opens the door, and the big incubus alien comes out, and suddenly Biogram Boy bursts. He's got like... Well, uh, viscous white fluid shooting out of holes in his body. Yep. So uh, make of that what you will. Yeah. Dave got it right in the mouth. Look at that. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Oh wow. So yeah, it had an biogram boy apparently had an incubus inside him. Yeah. And it attacks. Leaves Dave. an
1: incubus-shaped
0: hole in. Yeah. <laughs> attacks Dave. Uh, the superheroes. Of course, blast it with their powers. It's like too to late it. to save Dave yep. though. <laughs> Marshall's like, yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> I love Marshall a lot because he's always like the deadpan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadpan humor.
1: Yeah, my what I read, I could imagine Patrick Warburton pulling that off nicely. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> it's trying to disguise itself in human skin. Right. But I got a feeling there's more to this, like it's attitude to skin. Remember how it likes to flay its victims alive? So he
1: says, um, We'll have to examine this next batch of heroes. Every one of them could be secreting an, an incubus, <laughs> or even all of them. Mm. And oh.
0: As Scott drops the salsa. Ah, uh. <laughs> salsa fail. Oh
1: news. Um, but it landed right side up, so at least some of it's still saved. Yep. All right. So um, so the um, the the naked supergirls start to wake up, and and they say, "Well, well, I think we just got our answer." My like, God, we'll have to abort them all. Huh.
0: Yeah, they all got incubi in them.
1: Yeah, and um, ra- uh, and uh, Ragnarok says I don't take favorably to killing kids, Marshall. And um, Anti-Man says take no notice of Ragnarok, Marshall. Thinking isn't one of his superpowers. <laughs> uh, naturally, the risk is far too great to permit me to lie or to let them live. Sorry. Or to permit them to live. Try so to go the sideways.
0: Yeah, they start killing all the dudes like you do. Yeah, it happens. And they're like, oh no, have mercy. He's like, wipe them out. And so there's a carnage ensues, mm-hmm. as it almost always does with martial law. Uh, Anti Ante- Ante- man apparently loves seeing people get killed because it's too much It's fun for him. Mm-hmm. Because he can't die, I guess. Yeah. Lab secure. One alien left somewhere in the ventilation system. Hey, where have we seen that before? Oh. All right. So um, they figure
1: it's Incubus Prime, the big one. It says, "Okay, <laughs> roll out." Yeah. So. Well,
0: uh, oh, that's Optimus Prime. Sorry. Oh right.
1: <laughs> so he says, "Okay, I want every uh, ventilation watch welded over so it can't escape, and then we'll go and then we'll go in and kill it." Get so he r- says, all right, yeah. So they're going to rest up, and uh, he says, you're going to need it. Because um, inside the shafts, you won't be able to use your superpowers. So then we'll, all, we'll see how heroic the secret tribunal really is. Oh. Uh, from Growing Boys Journal. I would never forget super sensitive girl. Her kiss had sent a wave of heat through, my, through me, and her lovemaking had caused electrical shocks to erupt all over my body. I can still see her face now, congested, panting like an animal, making suggestions I never expected to be uttered from female lips. Mm. It was so unreal. And she'd come on to me, and not the other way around. For previously, I'd spent weeks and weeks with Wondrous Girl before I could even get, get a kiss. She only allowed me to touch her breasts. With my hand straight further, I'd be swiftly rebuffed. <laughs> was I in love with her just because she, I wanted to love somebody? I don't know. A truly honest definition of love is beyond my comprehending. But I would have been so proud to walk into the League of Heroes club room hand-in-hand with her and say, yes, super-sensitive girl and I are going out together.
0: So it goes on like this. You get a lot of uh, juxtaposition between the sort of uh, quote-unquote innocent uh, diary diary entries of uh, Growing Boy and then reality where he walks around the corner and uh, Public Spirit Junior is trying to... uh, Basically, he's, he's assaulting um, a biogram girl. Yeah. Telling her how, what an indignity it is that uh, men degrade themselves by giving in to women. <laughs> She's like, get off me. And she picks him up and throws him up in, into the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I'm sick. I'm sick of you. See, I tried to do what you want, but it doesn't feel right. Isn't that enough? You want to live in a bed or something? And he attacks her with his superpowers, yeah. and now she's bleeding from her ears. So, again, yeah. Public Spirit Jr. is the same as Can the Public Spirit Can you imagine if this came out today? Oh, my God. People would lose their poop. Yes. Yes, indeed, they would. As well they probably should, but, I mean, it's, again, yeah, it's, it, is, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. They're showing that Public Spirit Jr. is exactly the same yeah. kind of shitbag as his dad was. Or public Spirit was. I don't know if, if they're actually related or not. Yeah, I was just going to say. I wonder
1: if it's supposed to be his his dad or if it's him younger. I don't think so because his well, he, had
0: the, he had a son. He had a Okay. Uh, the first book and it wasn't him. <laughs> Fair enough. But he was also a rapist. So there you go. Mm. It works in mysterious ways, I guess. Indeed. So we have a, a convenient a convening of the League of Heroes. So we get a there's oh here we a biodegradable go biodegradable boy. Matchstick boy, skeleton boy, photosynthesis girl. <laughs> who looks a bit like um,
1: Binary. Mm-hmm. Remember when Carol yep. Divers came back as Binary? Yeah, yeah. Uh, abnormal hair. boy, lucky.
0: <laughs> abnormal boy who is uh, tickling
1: Lucy somethingastic. Um,
0: Lucy plastic? Maybe.
1: Eustachy. I, I, yeah, it's hard to say because Public Spirit's stupid leg is in the way. Stupid leg. <clears throat> um, like,
0: abnormal voice tickling her bum with a feather.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, camouflage kit again, and.
0: Is um, that oh, scrap iron lad. Something lad. Oh, he's standing on it. <laughs> oh. It looks like a. Po- looks like a like a pedestal or something, but it's uh. actually scrap iron lag.
1: And, and most importantly, they have the. Um, in front of Growing Boy is the famous no-yes meter.
0: Ah, uh, that's Team Trunk, that tree, the tree guy. Team, team Trunk? Team Trunk.
1: Nice. Yes. All right, so um, so he says, The plan is simple, fellows, our fellow heroes, to flush the incubus out by into the open by opening the ventilation hatch to martial law's cabin. Oh. Mm-hmm. Then we'll run in and use our heroic powers to destroy it. You mean, says, uh, says Growing Boy, use martial law as bait? And he says, exactly, Growing Boy. it's time uh, the, the famous hero hunter saw what heroes are really capable of. Yeah. he, he says, but it's the secret tri- tribunal's job to kill the alien. You mean you don't think the League of Heroes can do it? And Skeleton Boy says, perhaps Growing Boy's too scared. And um, Biodegradable Boy says... May I remind you, growing boy, it's because you failed your initiation test that the incubus is on the board. The, the incubus is on board. And photosynthesis girl says, and killed so many of our comrades. So, they,
0: you know what? They say, okay, all in favor, vote. Okay, this <laughs> transparent lad is just like invisible. <laughs> and everybody votes yes. It takes a drink of water, and you can see the water going down. <laughs> yeah. So everybody votes yes. Because he didn't want, and he says yes to because he didn't want to uh, be left out or kicked out of league again, so. Yeah. He had no choice. Cut back to martial law. He's with Breathless and she's trying to explain how the genuine problems the superheroes have. Women hate me because they say my boobs are unnatural and my costume is too provocative. Mm. But really, I'm making a feminist statement that I can wear what I like. I'm not ashamed of my sexuality. He's like, yeah, of course you are. So the uh, League of Heroes is quickly working to undo the, uh, the hatch for the ventilation system yeah. in Marshall's room. And they quickly duck into a closet. Because uh, Marshall uh, and Rufus come into to the room. This, is, of course, is when uh, she decides she needs to get recharged. As it were. Ah uh, yes. Martial law, of course, is happy to help her out, and so begins the uh, more sex scene. Yeah. Sex, uh, sex, 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 sex. The boys are in the closet, going, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> how does he go for so long?" There's a little, there's a little uh, comedy thing here where it's like, zip, oops, that's the wrong zipper. Martial law's costume, for those of you who don't know, is covered in zippers. Yeah. Zip, wrong zip. No, not that one. Zip. Or that one. Zip. Ah, here it is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> one of the kids remarks that I heard some older woman slit your throat if you don't satisfy them. <laughs> oh, dear. This is very... It's very tongue-in-cheek. In-cheek-in-cheek-in-cheek, I guess. <laughs> So they keep going, and eventually they're finished. Blah blah blah. blah. We get back to Growing Boys Journal. Um, something was wrong. Something terrible was going to happen, and I knew it. And that's when the alien busts into the room, mm-hmm. grabs one of the one of the uh, League of Heroes kids, who looks Mar- a lot like Cosmic Boy. Yeah, and luckily Martial Law's got his clothes back on now, so he's uh, ready to attack the Alien Prime. It grabbed hold of Ultrasonic Lab, that's what that is. So oh, okay. It starts to remove his skin. Well, peeling him like fresh fruit. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's young hum-
1: uh, it's young humans the Incubus likes best for their sweet, fresh flesh.
0: Right. Yeah. So apparently it just takes the skin off and eats the rest of it. So now they're going to uh, try to attack it. The public spirit junior is like, uh, I'll cover you. I'll give you covering fire, growing boy. And he shoots... He accidentally shoots the lights out. (laughs) So now it's all dark. And now, growing boy, finally, he's got to reach down, deep down in himself and figure out if he can get his powers to work to save everybody. And he manages to grow one of his legs really giant. (laughs) So, of course, he just falls over.
1: (laughs) I almost wonder if part of that is just making fun of lousy... uh of lousy anatomy in oh. nineties oh, comics. Oh yeah, yeah. Could be could be A little,
0: little shot at field there. Yeah. Although it, both feet are, pr- are present in that panel. So. Oh, that's true. There yes. are feet, yeah. <laughs> Although not in every panel. Sometimes they're obscured by blood. <laughs> so Marshall Law grabs him and uh, gets him to safety. Goes in guns ablaze him, blah blah blah. blah. Vrilla gets killed the uh, flying the flying lady gets pulled in half. Anti-man's body gets killed, so anti-man's uh, spirit flies out. Yeah. Oh dear, the secret tribunal dropping like flies. Yeah. They can't seem to harm it. The reason we can't nail it, the alien's like a tree. Its brain is in its skin. That's why it takes the skin off the oh. people. Gotta skin it alive! So he pulls out his big knife and starts peeling. And does the job. Gets it all peeled up. Saves the world. And uh, Anti-Man's spirit inserts itself into Public Spirit Jr.'s mouth, oh. takes over to take over his body. And Public Spirit Jr. wants Marshall lot to take it out. Yeah, it's like you need someone looking after you. You're kind of unstable on your own. <laughs> and now the Anti-Man's uh, spirit is making fun of Public Spirit Jr.'s wiener because. <laughs> I thought you—they called you Public Spirit Jr., not Shrinking Violet. Oh, oh. burn! <laughs> it's not what you've got; it's what you do with it. Tell that to the Broads. I know Needle Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Martial law—not uh, a book for the faint of heart. No, no. So yeah, shoot back to the ship. They fly the ship actually back to the Light Flabs. Yeah. oh I see so actually they, they leave it there because it's full of aliens still yeah the alien died and it left a death cry to let all the uh, other ones oh, to yes. avenge its death yes so we have Bend to blow the sucker up
1: yeah.
0: so they have to blow it up before it reaches life labs here we go and they complain because it's uh, a monument to public spirit and he's like that's an even better reason to destroy yeah. it yeah <laughs> Uh, McGlann calls and says that the risks are too high. They've got to pull out. Evacuate all the kids. It's not possible in the time. No, Marshall. Just the secret tribunal and Life Lab staff. Leaving them to die? The whole league? It will be an interesting challenge for the young heroes. If only they can outsmart the alien threat, they'll be worthy of the future race. Oh, dear. <laughs> and if they fail, they will still provide our scientists with data to produce a new, better generation of heroes. We're only obeying orders, Marshall. So they're a bit... Okay, once again, they're bitching about Marshall I being such a prick to them all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, I'm sick of listening to all your crap about being homeless superiors, bleeding about how hard it is being mutants, quote-unquote. Hmm, hmm. Underneath it all, you're just a bunch of Nazis. How appropriate you should be our leader then, Marshall. He's got the big Nazi-esque st- yeah. style uniform. Yeah, yeah. I'll take out the aliens on my own. Hero Hunter versus Hero Hunter. He's like, whatever. The marshal's right. The kids have been through enough. We can't abandon them. So let's do what we came here to do, people. So he's convinced them they're going to help him obliterate the uh, aliens. So they went, they went uh, the growing boy doesn't go along because there's no point. Oh, he, he is going to come along because you can show them the way to find the yeah. aliens. So they get in there, and it's all dark and creepy, and then they come across the alien queen, I guess.
1: Oh, and she looks like something from The Brood.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Except with more teats. Yes. Yes. Lots <laughs> of them. And yes. teeth. Yes, considerably more. <laughs> so they come across it, and they're like, oh, no, the mother alien, disgusting, gross obscene. There's, basically, there's just fluid and goo yeah. everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's... You know, Kevin O'Neill excels at grotesqueries. And yes, he This does. is the perfect book for him. He especially did in uh, From Hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Gross. With the totally stuff that gross. he didn't
0: draw in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still had my secret problem, but this time I would overcome it and became Growing Boy. And he grows super big. Yeah. Actually super big. And he starts taking on the alien queen, fighting her, pulling tendrils off, punching her out. And they n- knock her out, and they set the explosives, I guess. And uh, so now they gotta uh, escape. They get in the pod, escape. She starts blowing up, and boom! Yeah. The Cape of Good Hope is no more. Return safely to Earth. Yada yada yada. Uh, Public Spirit Jr. and Growing Boy joined the Secret Tribunal. Oh Uh, it didn't matter that they were old. They were the right sort of person to be with. It gave <laughs> me a feeling of, not of happiness, but rather of security. I was in the real club now. Marshall Law didn't seem as pleased. He's like, all I can say is don't end up like all the other costume assholes out there. Or we're still like me. <laughs> <laughs> and public Spirit's like, goodbye, Marshall. Maybe we'll meet again Bye. one day. I think we have some unattended business to deal with. Sure, come back when your balls will drop, kid. He's like, totally not. His facial expressions are awesome. <laughs> He's totally like, whatever. Yeah. Happy delusions, kids. It's a fool's dream. Living a, as a costume Avenger is better than knowing the truth. What's really going on down there, which is utterly painful. Could I be your boy companion instead? He gives him a look of like complete disgust. Don't push it, kid. <laughs> And then he takes off.
1: For a moment, I thought he was going to hit me. Then he grinned. <laughs> then he was gone.
0: And that's the end. End of journal. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> it's it's pretty. It's wild stuff. Yeah, I mean, and especially for the time it came out, it's like there wasn't anything like martial law.
1: Well, what's great is the, the way that it's. I mean, well, there was, it's just it, it got the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas everything else was being that way, but seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, there we go. So there we have a Legion pastiche.
0: The next one will probably be way less offensive, so. Yes. Stay strong, kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, indeed. And in fact, one of the things we got planned will be very kid friendly, so. Mm
0: hmm.
1: So there we go. So, let's uh, let's wrap this up then. Comments, as always, are welcome at Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our website, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. You can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble, and we will see you all again next week.
0: Boom.